everyone and welcome back to a new season of Learning with Linda. And on this season, we are set on discussing anxiety in children. So children, just like adults, are human. They want love, they want attention, they want to be cared for, affection. But also, they want to be understood and to understand the world around them. Children are also highly impressionable and are affected by the things that happen to them and around them. The effects of these things can be seen immediately in their behavioral changes or later on in life in their interactions with themselves, their environments and the people around them. That's why it's so effortless for children to mimic what they see modeled to them. Children also have fears. They can be stressed and anxious and this could be because of a range of causes, some seemingly underrated or misunderstood. So let's just get into it. What is anxiety? Firstly, anxiety is a normal emotion. I'm saying this right from the get-go so that it's not something that we're fearful. It's not something that we're fearful of acknowledging. It is okay to say that I am feeling anxious about this or to say this, whatever this is, however minute you might think it is, makes me very anxious. It's an acknowledgement of a feeling that we should never feel the need to try and suppress. Anxiety is your brain's way of reacting to stress, alerting you of potential danger. All of us are born with the natural fight or flight response. When we are afraid of stress, the part of our brain in control of the fight or flight response will cause the nervous, fearful feeling that we call anxiety. Now, while everyone experiences anxiety at times, people with anxiety disorders feel worry that is difficult to control and it interferes with their functioning. There are biological, family and environmental factors that may contribute to a child having an anxiety disorder. All kids experience anxiety. Certain fears and worries are typical for specific age groups. For example, a young child will often be afraid of loud noises, a new environment, such as a school or a nursery. Some kids are afraid of strangers. They're afraid of the dark and imaginary figures. Most of these fears will disappear as the child gets older and they get to understand themselves in relation to the environment. However, if these fears or other worries get so big that they begin to interfere with the child's daily functioning, such as avoiding activities, not being able to relax or concentrate, they might have an anxiety disorder. So what are the symptoms of anxiety in children? A parent uh, or teacher may see signs that a child or a teenager is anxious. For example, a child might start clinging, they might miss school or they might cry. They might also act scared or upset or refuse to talk or do things. Kids and teenagers with anxiety also feel symptoms that other people cannot see. So it makes them feel afraid, worried or nervous. It can affect their body too. So they might feel shaky, jittery, or short of breath. They might feel butterflies in their stomach or a hot face, clammy hands, a dry mouth, or a racing heart. These symptoms of anxiety are the result of the fight or flight response. This is the body's normal response to danger. It triggers the release of natural chemicals in the body. These chemicals prepare us to deal with a real danger. They affect your heart rate, your breathing, your muscle, your nerves, and your digestion. 
This response is meant to protect us from danger. But with anxiety disorders, the fight or flight response is overactive. It happens even when there is no real or imminent danger. Now, there are three classifications of anxiety signs, and they are behavioral, physical, and emotional. The behavioral signs are when a child will ask what if, like they'll constantly be asking you what if. So on a bright sunny Sunday, they will ask you, what if a storm comes and shatters our house? They'll avoid joining in during class activities like playtime and group tasks. They will remain silent or preoccupied with other things when they're expected to work with others. Some kids get to the point where they actually refuse to go to school or when they are at school, they'll always be alone. They'll stay inside alone at lunch or at break times. They may avoid social situations with other kids like birthday parties or extracurricular activities or constantly seek approval from parents, adults, teachers and friends around them. And sometimes they can constantly say, I can't do it without a real reason because they fear that they might fail. They might also lastly have meltdowns or tantrums. Some of the physical symptoms are a child will often complain of headaches or stomach aches. Even though there's no medical reason for them, they'll refuse to eat their snacks or lunch at school. They won't use the bathroom except the one at home. They might seem restless, restless, fidgety, hyperactive and distracted even without having been diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. They might also start to shake and sweat in intimidating but not dangerous situations and they may constantly have tensed up muscles and may have trouble falling and staying asleep. The last category is emotional symptoms. Now the emotional symptoms of anxiety in children are a child that cries a lot, is extremely sensitive Uh, They become grouchy or angry without any clear reason. They are afraid of making uh, minor mistakes to the point where they will not attempt to do any task or activity if they know that they might fail or if they are not assured that they are going to 100% succeed. They might have panic attacks or being afraid of having panic attacks. They might worry about things that are far in the future, like worrying about Uh, starting university or what work they're going to do when they are in primary school Uh, they might also be worried or afraid during drop-offs at school or at their relatives home or wherever they might also have frequent nightmares about losing a parent a loved one or even a pet so i personally once had a child with severe anxiety because he was starting a new school. To top that off, he was starting a new school right in the middle of the year when every other person had obviously adjusted to the new environment. So he would from home complain of a stomach ache or cramps. And when he got to school, he would sit alone. So when the bell rang for classes, he would literally start wailing and say that he felt like he was being stabbed in his stomach. I would usually settle him in my classroom alone and he would seem at ease until I would have a class to attend to and that meant I had to take him back to his class and he would scream and complain of an excruciating pain in his stomach. He was taken to a doctor who said there was nothing medically wrong but he did suspect that the child had anxiety. 
apparently these stomach aches would only bother him during the week during the school day and were often forgotten as soon as the bell rang to signal the end of the school day the other issue was helping the parent understand what anxiety was and how she could help her child but she just thought he was acting out and he needed to be hit to stop this behavior this of course was to the detriment of the child who ended up running away and was found after a huge surge at his old school because the parent did not acknowledge the feelings that the child was going through it was impossible for them to actually help the child work through their emotions which brings me to the reason for wanting to highlight the importance of parents being aware of such topics we can't help children if we do not know what it is they are going through and in a society that has seen a rise in the issues of mental illness amongst adults and the effects thereof can you imagine what a child goes through especially when they do not understand what they are feeling and how to process those emotions so in the next few weeks we'll be looking at the different types of anxiety disorders that children can be diagnosed with namely generalized anxiety disorder which is characterized by persistent and excessive worry about a number of different things. We also have panic disorder, which is an anxiety disorder where you regularly have sudden attacks of panic or fear. The next one is separation anxiety, which is when someone is afraid of being separated from a particular person, persons or even a pet. There's also social anxiety disorder, sometimes referred to as social phobia, which is a type of anxiety that causes extreme fear in social settings. We also have selective mutism, which is an anxiety disorder in which a child is unable to speak in some settings and to some people. We also have specific phobias, which are an overwhelming and unreasonable fear of objects or situations that pose very little danger but provoke anxiety and avoidance. The next one is obsessive compulsive disorder also known as OCD, a common chronic and long-lasting disorder in which a person has uncontrollable reoccurring thoughts, so those are the obsessions, and or behaviors, which are the compulsions that he or she feels the urge to repeat over and over again. Lastly, we are going to also look at post-traumatic stress disorder, also known as PTSD, which is a condition that occurs after experiencing or witnessing a traumatic event. Well, I hope you're as excited as I am about this new season and that from one or two of these episodes, you can help, even if it is one child, to deal with and to process and understand their anxiety. Goodbye and see you on the next one.